You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. That is it for us today, and we will leave it with. <laughs> hey, uh, shut up! What is it? I can't do it. There's <laughs> hey, no words hey. on this. <laughs> There's We're no live. Words. We're live, and <laughs> welcome to another episode of Year Dust of Death Podcast. As Mike Serino tries to do his best Bill O'Reilly impersonation, and it didn't work at all. We'll do it live. Um. So thank you guys for listening to the Peapot interview. By the time this comes out, it will be another episode, but. I am joined, of course, by Mike Servino after the two-plus-week hiatus of COVID and other things combined and Florida adventures. COVID disappearing, Florida. And Brett Lauderdale. <laughs> and Brett, Stephen, welcome, everybody. <laughs> no, it's been a good hot minute, though. Um Lot to get into. I mean, frick, Ryuji Ito and Abdullah Kobayashi coming back to the States together at GCW at the freaking showboat. God damn. Oh, yeah, dude. So, yeah, we got a big March show. I mean, March. It's the road to WrestleMania, the road to the collective. We got the road to TOS, the road to collective coming in in March. And we got. Some Japanese deathmatch legends. My favorite Japanese wrestler, Ryuji Ito, is coming. Not Wakamatsu. Boo. <laughs> Just fuck. Waka is dope. But is that your favorite? And it was always said that it's not going to happen because he doesn't want to come to the U.S. because it's hard for him to travel, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but um, he's coming. And I really think that a lot of this has to do with the economic status in Japan right now. Apparently... It's just very hard to make money and like oh, yeah. so a lot of these guys are more willing to to travel now than they were like a year or two ago. So we're getting Kasai and Takeda and I was gonna say, like yeah. you're gonna get UK you're gonna get UK guys coming to the States too. I don't know, I'm guessing they're probably in the same economic situation. Probably, yeah. It just seems like over the pond. It's um but you know, it's good for us because we're getting Ito. We're getting uh, new talent in the door. Sometimes it can get a little redundant with the same like five, six people, no lie. Well, this is dope because he's not really competed he hasn't really competed in America in, in like, like a, a decade plus. Like he was in like uh, TOD, and I think did yeah uh, he was TOD, and uh, he was in a Masters of Pain. Uh, oh my show. god, yeah, he was in a Masters of Pain, but Jeez. like at a modern death match, like big scale show. This is his first one um, in in America, but he's not uh, he's not uh, shy to to no, be he's all. not. I mean, he, he is the ace of BJW, whether you like it or not. I think if I look it up correctly. Um, he has a ridiculous amount of reigns for this title. Yeah, the BJW Deathmatch belt. Yeah, he has at he least won the Deathmatch Heavyweight title seven times. Yeah, I was gonna say at least six or seven times. Jeez, dude, he's won the the DDT Tag Team Championship. Oh my god, time. I didn't even know that. Um, but yeah, so he is for those that don't know the basically him and Abdullah were the, like the 
him, Abdullah, and Kasai, but they were even before. They were um, before. I mean, Ino and Kasai were really like the two pillars, though, of BJW at a time. They all trained together in the dojo in Big mm-hmm. Japan and started in like 1999. So that's yeah. like 25 years of death matches. And allegedly, um, from what I think Stephen A. talked to Brett um, Bahu FMW. Bahu! Who stated that like he didn't even want to do death matches when he started training. Um, they were just like, we have this new thing. Like, can you do it? And then like the next time... <laughs> He came to visit Japan. Ito was like, went from a skinny, like, uh, skinny dude to a guy who's like completely covered in scars within like a year. Yeah. So it's insane. This dude's the real fucking deal, though. Like, I think I like him even more than Kasai, which is saying a lot. So. That is a lot. I'm, yeah. I'm more of a Takeda guy, if you ask me, but that's just me. <laughs> this guy's just the, like, we were Lauren and I were talking about some of the matches that like you could watch because they're on YouTube a lot of them. They are, um, and they're for the freaking nuts, dude. Like, uh, there's one with Kodaka where he does a two out of three falls match. Oh yeah, I um, remember and that it one. got so fucking brutal that he cut Kodaka's stomach open with like a <laughs> kick with light tubes, and they had to like um, edit the whole scene out of Samurai TV. Oh like, my the god. One that find online is isn't even the full version of, of that's the so wild mm-hmm. um yeah no it's it's a big deal for ito i think like again i think the thing that i want to reiterate and i i'm not trying to be mean when i say this or anything like that but this is just good for the newer gcw fans because like again the people that keep blabbering that brett doesn't do enough death matches really need to take a long hard look in the mirror because it's just it's a market by market basis, and yeah. and New Jersey is the home market, whether you like it or not. And I think for the newer fans, I mean, bringing Ryuji freaking Ito, that's that's a big deal, and bringing Kobayashi to, I, I'm pretty sure that's gonna be his first time ever in the showboat. Like, I can't yeah, wait. Dude. I cannot wait for people's reactions as they're walking through the showboat, seeing this big like. Bum, rumbling bumbling stumbling dude looking like he's like looking around like what the hell am i in it's showboat because i have to as I, started as oh started. yeah Ko, Ko, kobayashi I mean, that man is a freaking former politician for crying out loud like he's here's the thing about what uh, you just referenced um the market by market basis i think it's an important factor to bring up if you're a newer fan or you're not that up and up on death matches. There's a there's a few things that you could do to figure it out. Number a. one, look up where the show is, and then you know do some research about like have there the been like commission or just pass path. cards. See if there's like a strict athletic commission, and then see like who's booked on the card. Um, like honestly, it sucks to say, but like you could just tell like by like they're running here, they're running there, like, they're probably not going to go, like, full deathmatch. No, and I mean, that's why Murdoch and Rena in Chicago was so great to me, because you still got gussets, you still got skewers, you still got damn doors. Like, it was it was basically a masterclass in how you don't always need glass in a deathmatch, and you can still sell the crap out of a... Like, that Chicago show, if you've seen it, it was packed. Yeah, it they, was they packed. That too. And, and it just was like, it was it, you didn't need much, and they they exceeded beyond expectation. I mean, frick, frick, Rena did a balcony jump to start that. I was like, 
who's going to jump off the balcony? I was like, I oh, no one. And then freaking Rena decides to do it off the second floor. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Here's where you're never going to see death matches. You just can cross that out. Number one, New York. It's not going to happen. It'll never happen there. Even if, we've, we've seen a no ring death match, but that's not what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the ringed athletic commission death match. It's not happening in New York. Number two. Pennsylvania is probably off the table. It's not going to happen there because they also have an athletic commission. Even though there's some give, it's more likely than not you're not going to see it. Number three, California, because the venue that they run in um, isn't really well, up the whole. you've seen death matches. I will say you've seen them in California, but it's the it's not an athletic you're, commission. You're, you're probably eating fine. You're yeah, probably three, eating fines. The three where I'd be like wary of it. Otherwise, like you know, it could happen. It. it could. It just sorry, Alabama. Will not... There's a, <laughs> no. the Huntsville shows for GCW are not going to have. No, I mean downtown Chicago, but not like Summit or Hoffman. It's like well, Chicago, Thalia Hall. Like. It's really probably not going to happen there no but you're, you're you do not want to den- that's a big concert venue like i've seen good artists that i play there like you don't want to damage that venue like that's a very nice venue but like it happened in hartford like so it could happen at other places it can it definitely can it's just due it's, diligence. It's, yeah well yeah due, due diligence and just just be mindful like i know people always are like oh why aren't i getting that kind of sh- that kind of show or that match like it's it's really State by state, venue by venue. Do good? not do not blame the promotion. They're at the whim of the venue. This is a we've been the dead horse about that several times. Yeah, and I like what they do with the they'll go a couple death heavy shows and then they'll kind of yeah. mix it up with some other shows outside um, um the area and they do Different kind of I, are I, I don't envy Brett Lauderdale the slightest. He has one of the toughest jobs in the entire business. Well, they did last year. We counted up 2023. I think there was almost 80 death matches at GCW ran yeah. in 2023. Okay. So that's a pretty good number. That's, pretty, that's, a, that's a pretty even kill number. If you ask me, like it's a lot, I mean, of, shows, but a lot of, a lot of like, and like you could just, it's obvious. Like next weekend, the Jersey J cup. Come on. This <laughs> I will like say people. though it's pretty cool to see the freaking astronauts at um in the states. I, I will say that I don't I don't think GCW is going to be their only stop in the states. There there will there will be another promotion or two that is going to book them, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, of course, it's just it's wild. I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, Ido Kobayashi. I mean, I had the great pleasure of hanging out with Abdul Kobayashi. He is just a holly jolly man. He literally is deathmatch Santa Claus. He, he, he will leave shit under your chimney and he will, he will. And also just for those of you going to be at those shows in March, I told Serena this off air, just be ready for an aftermatch promo because the guy hijacks the mic more times than you can count. Like it's, it's pretty funny. Like when he came to Chicago, I'm just going to imitate here. Dinesh pizza, Chicago. I'm not trying to be mean when I say this, but like, he will literally like say like shit like that. I love him for it. But um no, I'm I'm happy. Kobe actually is gonna be busy these next few few months. Which segues into ICW. They're going to the UK very soon and they're gonna they're doing they're doing what, four shows? Yeah, four shows. They got Games of Death Weekend. I don't know if you've seen the tournament lineup for that. Looks freaking awesome. 
Yeah, that looks like a good show. I mean, I'm just hyped that on this very podcast, I predicted Atticus Coger versus Clint Margera. And what does Danny do? He books that match. So apparently I'm like some swami psychopath or something like that. I don't know. Um, but also, I mean, you got Big F and Joe, Lou Nixon, Iceman. Um, also, this is my plea to American Deathmatch Motors. Bring Iceman and his son to the States, please. Thank you. They look crazy, bro. Dude, did you did you see the so Rise put up on free for free on YouTube. They put up the father versus son match, the one that got like really controversial. Is that the picture of them like bloody and they're hugging? No. Yeah, and like they did like the ear the they like put like they put like a freaking there's like a spot where like they put a nail through like one the of the nail like, through the ear on the brick. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Dude, yeah. <laughs> dude, they're both wild. I'm just making my plea now because Iceman's fucking awesome. He's an absolute legend of the UK. He was he was like the first guy to do death matches in that. I asked Emerson Jane, who's like the biggest UK legend, and she said Iceman. Also, he has like the best like indie theme nothing like i i get so pumped when i hear it's cold as ass but yeah emerson james right though she killed it by the way i'm hoping more people really really well her Um, and joey the day after was really freaking good there's a picture i didn't post that's pretty funny but it's me justin (coughs) rip and justin's girlfriend and emerson lauren yeah at a chick-fil-a table (laughs) oh my god she never had chick-fil-a so we got her I'm just going to say it's okay. Since you mentioned that, I just need to mention, I feel so like professional with like my microphone up like this. I like, feel so cool. I'm like dangling my mic. Um, But big F and all the UK guys, they're like enamored with like American fast food. They're all enamored with it. Like freaking big F and Joe was like, we need to go to an olive garden. And literally the day after NG or the, Day after Wisconsin death trip, I drove him to a freaking Olive Garden in the city, like near like the airport. Really? <laughs> oh my! We were like the first people in the fucking Olive Garden too. We're like, "Yep, I'm I'm really going here." And he's like, he literally wanted the breadsticks right off the bat. He liked them. Oh, he loved them, dude. He dude he, he dude Big F and Joe. I think if he lived here in the states full time. That man would become a fast food enthusiast. enthusiast. Yeah, then he gained 20 pounds like me in the last <laughs> Hey, Joe, if you hear this, don't do not do what Serena did. Um, No, but no, Emerson Jane was great. Um, Yeah, Iceman freaking rules. Um, You got Cruel. I think Cruel's going to have a big weekend in the UK. That man is... I, I, he's primed for a big 2024. So is Tremont, of course, who... Became the new American Deathmatch champion. Let's go. I kind of want low, low key. I wanted Redacted to be the new American Deathmatch champion, but you know what? Trima has a pretty good consolation prize for me. Uh, Hey, you know what? I I am a big Doc Redacted, which by the way, I I, I don't know if everyone knows, but him and his girl are engaged. I can see that. Yeah, they, they, I think they kept it very down low, but, like, congrats to him and Kenzie, who are they're the sweetest to That's me. Cool. They're um, very nice. Very yeah, nice no, well, Jesse announced that the last H, not this H2O show, but the last one that they were engaged. And I think people kind of, like, it went over one's heads. So. The last H2O show, I had COVID. 
And then this weekend for the chains, I forgot I had a flight book to visit <laughs> my parents in Florida, so I missed and, that. And, and now I'm usur- I'm us- I'm usurping your ass filming the show. In yeah, you got April. more. <laughs> I, I took like a hiatus. It was okay. Well, but, uh, I mean, yeah, but hey, you know, we we all we all deserve our breaks because I was gonna say I, I mentioned this on the Peapod interview, but I'll mention it here again. Like struggles is taking an indefinite break from all things wrestling except for ECU operations. And the, if there, I, as as many of you know, I call him Sensei Struggles. He he literally was one of the biggest reasons I'm doing what I'm doing. And uh, like his his story applies to you. Like it's okay to take a break. It is okay to take a break. It is okay to focus on yourself. And most importantly, like wrestling will always be here when you come back. Like just that is like, true. I don't like missing the chains though because no, I, I don't either, and that's it's understandable. It's usually really good. Yeah, I mean, I will say the chains. For all the talk a few years ago about everyone's like, oh, they're gonna burn out. They're not gonna. They're doing just damn fine. They're doing. Don't come to the shows. Yeah, they don't come to the shows, or they're going to that other company. I, I'm oh, not gonna. I dude, Okay, I don't want to hear negative critiques from people that don't ever make an effort to come and see it in person because you're never going to get the full experience. ICW is like to me some of the best in-person experiences. Very laid back. It's very lax. Yeah, I don't like watching it on IWTV, but I don't like watching GCW on Fight either. Like, I just don't really enjoy the I think, yeah, like like, here's my thing, and I, I try to like watch the day after I do, but like unless I have absolutely positively nothing or it's a show that I know I'm going to watch, most times I'm going to watch the show the day after just for the sake of either A, this podcast, or B, my own enjoyment. Like, or the fact, for me, most of the times it's in Jersey, so I can Well, just yeah, I mean, it's it's easy out. for you, yeah. I mean, New, New Jersey cool. is base number one for ICW. And for, like, death, a lot of the deathmatch wrestling in the United States, and, like, people, yeah. like, why don't you watch the XPW shows? Like, I would just rather go to the XPW show, but... The dates haven't lined up really, and I'm and not gonna it, and yeah, I was gonna say like I I say this with hesitation. Not I don't want to get heat for saying this because I'm not trying to say this as someone. I'm saying this from an analytical standpoint. They are better off staying in California. I'll look at the, what they did. In, they did a pretty good crowd in Texas. Yeah, Texas. Well, the, well, that's because also. So I'm going to say with that, here's the reason for that. Because local wrestling, they've had a reputation for a few years. Jaime and the guys at Loco, and um, shout out to Victor and Hugo Ramos. So those are two really good dudes. Those are the bros. Yeah, they are the bros. Um, Like, they've built something, and Loco has done a very good job. And they, they're, like, one of the only promotions in that venue. Putting the XPW thing means, oh, you can bring in death, more death matches. You can bring in more variety. Like, and also you have a guy, like, if there's a guy that needs a big 2024, Dmitry Alexandrov is that fucking guy. Yeah, he did I, pretty well. Dude, him and Slack was wild. Also, Joe Dredd and Lowrider was really freaking good. Like I mean, then again, I've I've already said this, and you you know I I paid the I paid the money for Joe Judge Joe Dredd to be on this very show. Like, I think Joe Dredd is one of the most intriguing acts in all of Deathmatch Wrestling. If you've not seen, 
please, 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 please go check out He's his a, a legal character. So of course I would like him. I and like, like <laughs> I know, like I don't want to like peel the current back too much on this, but I know like the whole story of how like Joe and jury met and stuff. And it's pretty freaking wild. I'm not going to reveal that on here because I've been asked not to, but like in all seriousness, those two just work. They work really yeah, frankly wise everyone not and also like the cinematography on their promos that's like gcw caliber promos dude yeah they put a lot of you can tell that they're putting a lot of effort no, it, it, did you see the promo that he did for rpw yeah it was good. Oh, that's like america that was some american psycho shit and i loved it i like that uh, he puts effort in <laughs> but having said that the um yeah, they had a good XPW show. Yeah, in, Texas. Uh, I, I knew people that were at that show. That I, I knew people that traveled for that show. I know. Yeah, I think. I know. Um, Tessa Mickey got some buzz, but no, Lowrider, Dread, and um, Schlack and Dimitri. But no, I've been praising Dimitri Alexandra for the last few years. Like, and I, I know I've I've heard some of his plans for this year, but like that dude needs to get out. To, I, I he can stay in Texas. But once he gets out of that Texas spectrum, he is going to be big. Like the look, the look is really cool. Him and Nabiev, come on now. Who's booking that? Russian Russian Jesus versus the Russian psychopath of deathmatch wrestling. Come on now. Let's make make this happen. But but no, yeah, like I think XBO should stay in California. I'm, I'm not trying to like create or stir any controversy by saying that. I really think, and this kind of stems from how I feel about how GCW grew so much because back, I think last year I had this conversation with someone where I was like, Brett really grew Jersey. Like he made his home base for a few years. He, he found venues that would work with him, but then they got to a point where they were just, they, there was buzz. People traveled out to Jersey for shows where then they were comfortable or, okay, yeah, we can go to Wisconsin, Wisconsin debt trip. Oh, we can go to, the West Coast. Oh, we can go places like Brett Lauderdale didn't build his indie wrestling empire in one year. He built it off of several years. And like some of these promotions want to try to right off the bat go to certain cities and it just doesn't work because they're not getting the buzz. They're not getting the attention. They're not getting the kind of notoriety where it's like, oh shit, yeah, I know so, so, and so letters wise. Like XBW, yeah, like they had Dark Side of the Ring kind of benefit or not benefit. You can go either way on that. But I'm just saying this from an analytical standpoint. If they stay in California and they maybe just stay there for an entire year, then going to Jersey, then going to the Midwest would be more beneficial for them. Uh, GCW uh, kind of operates in a category of its own, and it's hard to it is. compare because uh, I don't even think like they operate as a an indie really anymore. Like, no, so it's they, to re- compare. they really are the third American promotion, if you ask me. Yeah. So when and, other promotions do it, like, yeah, you're right. Like Revolver does it where they run. Well, Revolver, and- Revolver has its own because they have ties to said states where they run. But they're they, doing what you said, where they're running in one geographic location, building up a base, and then traveling. Exactly. Like. Revolver, they had been around as long as GCW. That's the crazy thing. Like, Sammy Callahan ha- has had that promotion basically since, I want to say, what, is like third, fourth year as an actual professional wrestler. Like, he had he had that shit on lock, like, 
since like he, very early in his career. So then he built Dane because he lives in Dayton, so he can run shows in his own backyard. But then he went to Iowa because he has friends and he has people that are out in that area. Now they're doing California here. They're they're doing a freaking Mania Week show, and they they they're kind of like the second indie empire that's building, and then they get some quality people in the door. It is, I mean, freaking Paul Walter Hauser wrestled for Revolver. Yeah, they get a lot of people. Dude, did Danny Havoc ever wrestle for? No, right? No, I I think I think by the time Danny was with GCW and Revolver was starting to grow, I think just the timeline didn't work out. Yeah, because he's from Iowa. He is, but no, yeah. I this, Danny had already moved out to Jersey. Okay, okay. And I I know that Havoc and Sammy had their like friendship and stuff, but I just don't think it ever transpired that he wrestled for a revolver. I mean, if someone on here or someone's listening that wants to correct us and say that Havoc wrestled for a revolver, thank you, but I don't think he did. How about um, that? Yeah. What? Which one? Oh, the Cage of Death. I always bring that up. It's, it, it, so- it's, it's a good one. And I mean, I like when I will say unpopular opinion. I think it's best when cage of death sometimes had guys that aren't normally in the death match game. Yeah, of course. Like, like swerve. swerve and Ricky. It was supposed to be MJF, but he, I think he got sick or something like that. And then, so then swerve stepped up and it was one of the, to me, one of the best cage of deaths in the modern era. Yeah, it was dope. And I mean, Joe Gacy, Joe yeah. Gate, I mean, remember, people, half your deathmatch favorites from yesteryear are on your TV screens consistently. Yeah, like Seth Rollins did a barbed Ra- wire. Yes, him and um, Danny. Him and Danny, and I, th- I think there was he did another one, too. Well, it was Jimmy J- I'm thinking of Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy, well, yeah, he did a lot. Dude, um, I, that almost that reminds me, um, we, were, we were talking about, Internet well, announcements from all around the country, but yeah. there was another announcement that I got very excited about because I think I'm going to head back there for this year because it was so fun last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw this. I think we're going to go back to Montreal because the main yeah. event for IWS is going to be GCW versus IWS Ultimate Death. That and um, th- that match from last year was really fun. It was really fun. The whole show, I was th- I was there for like 24 hours like maybe even less but <laughs> it was seriously a lot of fun i've so, never been to montreal so i'm totally jealous i've always I'm wanted gonna, to go I'm to montreal. Head there and uh because for, for those that don't know the promoter there and crazy uh, manny former guests are so nice yeah um that's why i went we need we need to bring yeah, him back i need to meet crazy manny he's such a great guy dude i remember when i got in there I walked into the venue and I like introduced myself um, as Kings Row. And then he was like, Oh my God, you made it. And then like Brett came up and he was like, Oh yeah. Like uh Serino just said, like I'm his favorite promoter now. And Brett was like, I know. <laughs> you but it was, it was a blast. Wow. That was, um, the most professionally, one of the most professionally run they, deathmatch shows I've ever they, seen. They, they have it a lock. I wish yeah. they had, do they have a deal with fight yet? Their stream on fight, but dude, like Manny told me, I remember he was talking about this with us that he has like backlogs of like the last twenty five well, years. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and I mean, but I think they would be one that benefit big off of fight. Well, some They're- of the stuff apparently, like the Brett and Manny were talking about, was like just nuts shit, and you can't even view yeah. it. Oh um, my god! I mean, that Manny's nuts, dude. That man's nuts. He got his ear cut open. In the yeah, movie. I know that was gross. 
And for a while, I was bragging about this because I was there, and that was like Gage's like last death match for like a while. Dude. Yeah, like, and now he's doing. Now he's back. He's got. He did. He faced Kasai, which that was a classic. That was an absolute classic. It's a master class. And now he's facing freaking Ito in March. <laughs> I'll peel back the curtain for that, dude. Um, after, oh, okay. After the match, we filmed a little bit of him. Like Grosso <laughs> and Earl took some pictures of him. And like Nick, two asked legends. Really happy that both of those guys were in the building for that one. Oh yeah, they they were loving it, dude. Um, no, sorry, it was just Grasso. Oh, it was Grasso okay? No, Earl Earl was on vacation. Oh, that's right. Earl was on vacation. I miss exactly. them both. I can't wait. I can't wait to see everyone Mania Week. It's gonna be a good time. I um, I you realize that's my first. This is my first actual Mania Week. I've never done it before. I did it once. Well, you did Dallas. Dallas, but I've I've never done it, and I I'm on two freaking shows. What the hell is my yeah, life? I'm booked for a few. I'm um, I, I'm freaking I'm booked on Mania Week. What the hell is my life? It's gonna be good, dude. It's gonna be so. If, if anyone got the chains, come and stop by. Stop um, by the chains. Stop by. Please stop by RPW. They're my number one. They're like they're, they're like on my rotation number one. We are also excited to be back in Jersey. And I'm excited There's to be with them. Matches going on that weekend. Dude, I'm it's just saying. not guaranteed, as I referenced before. Now, I'm not saying I know any information or anything like that. But it's not guaranteed that there's not going to be death matches or stuff like that in Philadelphia. I'm saying. Spring Break could. I could see Spring Break have a little something. MLW. They just used a pane of glass in their match. So, that, not out of the question. Not out of the question, but just it's saying. It's not New York. It's not Manhattan. But from what I've been told, history wise, and everyone's been telling me, Philly's it's very slim. It's a slim chance. Not out of the question, though. Not out of the question, of course. There not. are death matches in the Philadelphia metro area. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just okay. I'm just gonna put it out here for everyone who listens to this. For those that are not from the area who, who have not been there, flying to Philadelphia Airport, it is literally only like a thirty minute like ride or Uber or whatever. From like Philly to freaking Williamstown, I'm just saying, it is not that bad of a yeah, thing. Don't fly to Newark. Oh hell no! Because you're gonna get stuck there. And no, 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 no. Do 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 not. Do, I've been to Newark Airport once, and I was to actually fly internationally. Don't 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 touch that airport with a ten foot pole. <laughs> I just I just was there last night. Oh, you poor thing. Um, you poor soul. My mom used to work at Newark. Really? Airport. Yeah, like way back in the day. Um, but no, seriously, I know, I know there's some people. I think Sky. I know, actually, there's a couple UK people that are coming for Mania Weekend. Sky Blue. No, um, you know, you know, no, not not Sky Blue. Sky Blue's coming to Mania. No, Week. not not um, not Chicago resident who lives near Talia Hall. Sky Blue. I'm talking about like Sky, the aspiring UK wrestler. Um, who's a, a friend of mine, but also I think Lee and Lucy are coming. Uh, Lee told me he's coming. Yeah. yeah, Lee and Lucy are both coming. So shouts out to them. Which it is really cool when our UK friends come to visit us. So UK friends, if you if you need a place to stay in Chicago, you can always stay with me. I'll get us an air. I'll get a air mattress for you if you come by. Feel free to stay with us. We have hospitality. 
And um, but no, it's really yeah. Lee and Lucy are coming. I know. I don't know who else internationally, but um, I yes. told Andy fucking Lawler because I know he's listening to this. Uh oh. Uh oh. To he's coming for March, but he doesn't want to do two hotel nights. Just you could and you could stay with me in yeah, New Jersey, dude. Hospitality, bro. Andy's allowed to. Lauren was allowed to, but I, I know, think. I know that was that was there was personal reasons behind that. But yes, I know. Um, Andy's I, allowed, Andy, because I want Andy to fucking stay for night too. He always leaves, and then the he always night, leaves. He always leaves by the second show, bro. And then the second show ends up being like nuts. I know. I mean, yeah. I, I I watched it all from home, and it, I, and I had and I was able to change my ticket for Chicago, which was a great show. I mean, I got to see freaking Mustafa Ali's. Return to the Chicago Indies, which is still wild to me. He, I know this is a deathmatch podcast, but sidebar real quick. Mustafa Ali, talk about an amazing first month back in the yeah, Indies. He's pretty dope. You could tell he's willing to. Dude, uh, did you see his entrance in Chicago? Like, did you see the entrance he did? No, was, I didn't. Like, he had like these like Secret Service like bodyguards and stuff with the earpieces and the shades. Oh, really? And they're all wearing like tuxedo. They're all wearing suits. And they like he had a guy like waving the flag behind. It was amazing. Like so, I so to peel the current back a little bit. I was in the building watching them rehearse that entrance. They rehearsed it at least five times. Cause that's that's how intricate that man is. He's like, if we are, if you if you fuck this up, I swear to God. And they did. They did a flawless job. Like the whole they had like. I like literally sold it. If you saw on the stream, I was like hands up like this. I'm like, I don't want you to like. Touch me, bro. I'm like, I'm staying back. I'm not trying to get in trouble. I was almost going to, like, pat the back and, like, see if they, like, sold it where they, like, swapped my hand or whatever. Like, a- I would have killed you. <laughs> that was hilarious. Well, it was, I, I knew all the extras who were doing it. I introduced myself, and they're actually wrestlers from the local area. Um, So I know a good amount of them, but it was just so damn funny. But it was so great. And, um, yeah, that Chicago show was fun. I got to pick up Rina Yamashita before the freaking near snow apocalypse that almost happened that almost can't that possibly could have canceled the Chicago show that was hilarious and I I, I see Brett I I drove her to the city actually from O'Hare to the Drake Hotel which is like a very old hotel and I'm stunned Brett Lauderdale actually stayed there which by the way Brett if he's listening to this just know the Drake Hotel is actually haunted he stayed at a haunted hotel Brett Lauderdale he doesn't care about that. No, no, I, I wasn't. <laughs> well, no, I'm just telling him. I'm just telling you, like, I was gonna give. I was gonna rip him and be like, "Yo, you know the hotel you're staying at's haunted," just to like mess with him. But I didn't. But I, I text, I show up and I see Brett, and I'm like, "Brett, you're like the luckiest son of a gun that you got it before all the snow and stuff that literally almost canceled everyone's flights." But we made it. We made it okay. It just rained, even though like. Our, the, if you were here in the state of Illinois during that little snowstorm, everyone's like, "Yeah, like stay in your house, don't leave, cancel school." And yet it rained in like the second half of the day. And I kid you not, like we're all like we just went through two different seasons. So, um, but yeah, um, yeah, a lot of good. De- There's a lot of good deathmatch wrestling coming up. I mean, um, oh, ICW Milwaukee just started announcing stuff for Insane Eight. In August already, yeah. Doc, well, a doctor redacted in it. He's the defending. All I care about is Dick Capri. You know, he retired, right? No, did he? Yeah, he retired at Chicago Style Wrestling, actually. 
Like one of his students, Shelly Benson, got to retire him. So that was really what cool. What a beast, dude. Dude, I, I know he was one of like the main trainers there and stuff. But yeah, I believe Vic Capri is actually tired. But but his his um impact on the Insane Eight will always never be forgotten because one of his favorite people, Brubaker, did it last year. And Brubaker was, I believe, a Vic Capri student. So shout out, um, Vic. Yeah, I know you love Vic Capri. Oh Vic Capri's a beast, dude. Dude, he is he is the product of a forgotten era of the Midwest indie wrestling scene. And he's Jack. Yeah, I remember when I saw him in Orin, I was still be like, dude, I can't believe how swole this guy. Like he like literally like took a back fist to a bundle of tubes. And I'm like, that was yeah, easy. Huge, dude. Um yeah, but Insane Hates being announced. Um, I am probably going to be at Circle Six's Barroom Blitz. I'm really excited that No Ring Deathmatch is coming to Chicago. We, I, I have been begging, I have been begging promoters that I know to bring a No Ring show to Chicago, and my wish has been granted. So, good. yeah, and like they're getting some cool bands. Um, also, if you guys haven't, speaking of No Ring stuff, if you guys haven't watched the RPW show White Out, like the No Ring show from December, go watch that. Like freaking elbow deep, they were wild. Have you seen them before, Servino? Elbow deep, the well, band. No, and I just got IWTV again like a week ago for Danny's special. So I haven't what? seen anything. Shouts out to the life of that was probably one of my favorite life of specials. Him, I think him, the Kirks, and Murdoch are probably my top. I only got to like the part where he was talking about putting in your deuce, and I had to leave. But so I just sent it to Justin. <laughs> Um, and it was a good part. I mean, but yeah, I mean, the Dane one's really good. The Murdoch one's really good. I think it's yeah, really, the Murdoch one I really like. That's probably be, my favorite. One. That's probably one of my favorites because, like, he talks about the mental stigma stigma of being a deathmatch wrestler, and like, yeah. that's something like Murdoch is ahead of the game, if you could believe it or not. He has been ahead of the game for a while, and he's changing yeah. the game. No pun intended. Um, and yeah, but I mean, oh, Casey Kirk's coming back. What the hell, freaking Casey? I I, I really. I was. Uh, do you know anything about why Casey was gone? I, I know she had a surgery on her nose. I think there was some. I, don't, I know. I, don't I know she had surgery, but I, I didn't. I, I don't know what else. I think he just took a long break. And I mean, hey, the. Well, the I think return, in the, speaking of the the life of, they were talking about we're going to take a break after the title reign. So I think like the title reign ended. She got surgery, and then they took. a Hiatus. Well, yeah, because I remember talking to her at TOS, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get surgery." But then, of course, she comes to freaking Chicago like two weeks after saying that to me, and I'm like, "Aren't you supposed to be getting that surgery?" So, no, was that? Was, oh. was in June. This was literally after TOS. This was like two weeks after TOS. Yeah, yeah two weeks that. after TOS. Because I literally went. I literally. God, that was such a busy June for me last year. I had. TOS, my birthday, RPW, ICW, then Circle Six, or then GCW, then Circle Six. I mean, after Russo's birthday is the third of April. I wasn't supposed to tell anyone that. Whatever. We broke the wall. Okay, <laughs> Whoops. You so I'll be collective bound for that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, we'll work on a way to get the Kings Road stuff too. The chains and but you'll be at RPW though, and that, that'll be your birthday. Yes, RPW did a very nice birthday thing. Yeah, I, I told I literally I literally gave Kohlenberg so much rib. I'm like, bro, you like booking your shows on Serena's birthday? And he's like, wait, really? I'm like, yes, 
Yeah, he did, dude. That's the first time I met Kohlenberg in person, too. No, he. I, I mean, he'll be back on here because me and him have to go through all the stuff. I mean, they have March, which I mean, we'll we'll I'll do a quick recap since the Peapod interview should be out by the time this is out. I mean, we got the R, we got RPW in March, the Animosity Show, Noah Barbed Wire, Otis Koger versus Heater. If you don't know the context of that, I highly suggest watching what happened at Whiteout because that to me is still one of the grossest injuries I've ever been around. That like was. that, that no, the when Otis got his arm cut, that was nasty. Bro. Oh no, like so I'll give a little context. For everyone, like basically, I was filming, but I didn't see the cut. Like I was, I was like to the back of Otis. I was just filming, and I, I, I filmed it where Heater hit his arm with the two. And then all of a sudden, I'm like filming. There's like this lull. Like Mike Burns, referee Mike Burns, who's one of your biggest fans, literally wears. Your, like dude, he literally wears your Kings Road hat every yeah, I time know, I, I see him. That. No, every time I see him now. I, I, if he isn't wearing a King's Road hat, I'm going to be like, dude, where's your King's Road hat? He looks good in it, too. He does. He looks fantastic. I love Burnsy. Um, so, so Burns is wrapping Otis's arm, or, like, he's about to, but, like, so, I like, they're, the way that the skate parks work, there was, like, an entranceway where everyone came in, and, like, Kohlenberg, Jury, and, a, like, a bunch of the other RPW guys are there. I see Jury, like, start looking pale. Like, he looks pale like he saw a ghost. Like, he's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, what happened? And then I then I see Burns wrapping the arm, and Jury yells at the ring bell. He's like, guys, ring the bell. End the match. Like, we're all they're all yelling from, like, the sidelines to end this match. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, oh, my God. And we're all rushing to the back. Like, literally the entire locker room went to the back just to check on Otis. Like to the point yeah, where that was gnarly. Yo, he got where, stitches for that too. He got stitches and literally like he came back for King of the Death match two weeks later. Look at the picture I just sent you. I sent Lauren a picture of that's what a really bad cut looks like if you uh, don't get, if you don't get stitches. That's a raised uh, disgusting death match scar. I'm sure Otis has a major, major scar. No, there. Otis is with like like this is my arm. Like it was like this. It was like a a good like radius or diameter. Single tube. Yeah, which is a single tube, which is a freak accident. Like, yeah. But now there has to be a winner. No real barbed wire with Otis and Heater. And Heater's awesome. I don't know if you've ever met him. He's a no, big dude. I've never actually seen him in person. Tall dude. Really nice, but he can hit hard. He hits like freaking so he can lay some leather on some dudes. Um, Judge Joe Dredd and Jerry will be there. I have to I have been paid. To endorse that they will be there. Um uh, much to my dismay, but you know what? Fine. Um then I mean we got also Remington Roar, Eric Dollinger for the kamikaze belt. Then um as Servino is giving taking a sidebar. Um we got yeah, Heater or we got Heater Otis, Remington Dillinger. Schwartzy and Randy versus the Bruisers, which will be really fun. If you've not seen the Bruisers, go back and check out the RPW show. The first one from Berwyn Eagles. Um, that'll be really fun. Um, what else? We got Akira and Dr. Redacted. That'll be... I, that, that's a match that I feel like should have happened at Insane 8 for some wild reason, but it's actually happened at RPW, which 
fine by me. Um, I'm just vamping here while Serena was vanished from thin air. Um, and then we got um, yeah, we got a few matches. Yeah, I was gonna say you saw the RPW announcement for Akira Redacted, right? Yeah, I saw. That's. you watched Did you watch Akira's matches from BJW at all? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Him and Ito was good too, dude. Where is that on YouTube still? I don't know if that was on YouTube. I think Akira Takeda is, but I think I'm hoping Ito Akira's up, but I got to see it early. Um, and it was really good. Akira, that's a guy who is really blowing up. But no, I uh, Remington and Dillinger for the Kamikaze belt, Hoodfoot Atticus for the heavyweight belt. Um this RPW show is loaded. And all I mean, I'm just gonna say it. Just saying that's that Sunday of Mania is gonna be loaded. If 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 freaking Murdoch versus Ito or you Yusuke Yusuku Ito, I am sorry. I realize I I realize it it's Yusuko Yusuku or Yusaku Ito. Is that the one that used to be married to Risa Sarah? I don't know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Married to a dude with the last. So and was a maybe, wrestler, but I don't know. Maybe, but um, yeah, no, that's gonna be the, the, one of the matches of Mania weekend. I mean, which of course, Mister Servino is sponsoring because he, he can't get, get enough of his love of Tokyo Towers and Murdoch and Murdoch, of course. It's his two loves in one place on his birthday. Real smitten stuff, right there. Halloween is now the brand ambassador for Kings Road Wrestling. Used to it, be somebody else. Now it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's John Wayne. Foley, um, big hey, 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 when I saw him in Chicago, he was wearing the Kings Road hoodie. So, you know, dude, he wears, he's a great, nice, such a nice guy. And always reps the brand. Like, dude, I love Murdoch. Man. Murdoch, is, he will rep your brand. I need to get him. I need to get him a pocket. I need to get him. I need to get him one of my, this is my deathmatch shirts. For a match, one of these days, I feel like he'd wear it. Yeah, Murdoch's the man, dude. He I really. Dream is. Dream Boys, dude. You, you have a good collection of the Kings Road Athletes program. I mean, I want to see them fight again. Who Murdoch and Tremont? And then only oh, do one wrestling move for the entire match. So they'll just kill each other. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, just like just... The homecoming twenty twenty two night one. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was twenty twenty three. No, 20... Wait, wait. It was 2023. I thought Tremont... Was that Homecoming Night? It was Night 2, I think. And it was the one where you were like, they only literally did one freaking move. And Tremont was overselling everything. Are you sure that was this year? Maybe. And now that I... Oh, actually, no. It was it was 2022. Because it was in the show. It was in the carousel room. You were right. When they when they threw each other when he threw him on the fucking ground and he went through the pain. <laughs> it was hilarious. Wow. That was crazy. That was crazy. What was the one that was the one that they did one move with it? Let me just make sure we get here. Oh, I was like, what the hell? I forgot, bro. Um Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. We're just kind of vamping and shit because we just we haven't done this in a while. Jack Knight one of homecoming this year. And yes. Fight Club Night 2, he fought Kasai. Correct. Yeah, so this was way back. Way, way, way back. Way back. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to. And um, I'm trying to think what else. I, um, as you guys know, I'm we're trying to accomplish 20 interviews by the end of the year, and I'm we've gone through two, um, which I'm excited about. And I'm I'm excited that I just I need to I need to sit down with people and figure out dates. Cause I, so I, I'm like the worst at this, just trying to like make sure I get follow up with people, and I apologize because there's some people like Jack Bennett, I, I, we, we will be on this very show. Like I, I through hell or high water, I will make sure Jack Bennett is on the show because that dude's gonna be in the freaking chains. He's gonna be in the chains. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I that dude was that so dude with Bobby Banks. Shout out to Bobby fucking Banks. That. Okay, you know what? I've been thinking about this, and I'm just gonna put the open gauntlet out there. I need we need Bobby Banks on the show. I like Bobby Banks. He's I love Bob. Player. I love Bob. He's I, I got to meet. I he, to me, he is the most dapper yapper in the deathmatch game right now. I didn't immediately think when I saw him in the ring, ring announcing that he was going for ring announcing. So I forgot about the ETU thing. But now that I think about it, he's always in a suit. He knows dapper yapper, baby. Dapper yapper. Yeah. Dapper yapper. I was going to say, he's better than some dapper yappers that shall not be named. Oh, we already know who that is. I'm just going to say that. Um, But no, Bobby Banks is going to be in the UK. That's crazy. He literally ring announces one show for ICW, and now he's in the UK. I like what they did about that. No, I did too. It was very rewarding a fan who was there for every show and and supporting everyone and, and he's Sorry. going to the uk i mean i will honestly though i love jesse i've loved jesse for years he's been my dude i've known him I since he's been more than one i think like when they used to go with no. emil and then uh louis would do yeah like, and, and louis did some and then rich paladino's done a few yeah yeah and i mean rich is i've met rich one of the cleanest freelancers rich paladino is just very clean and precise but like Jesse, Jesse, I don't know if people knew this. Like, he was actually in a hardcore band before he started what he did now. Yeah. And so, like, he's just bringing his hardcore DNA with him wherever he goes. Or best underrated ring announcers. He doesn't do ring announcing anymore because they got Larry. But uh, the old XPW one was my Oh, favorite. Kyle uh, Wild. He was fucking Dude, sick. Dude, he was awesome. I love Kyle, man. I was supposed to work with him for No Man's Land, and then of course he got the axe, and he couldn't do it anymore. I was supposed to, I loved Kyle, man. He was a yeah. Beast. When you do that, like um, he had that, he had that, like, he had that growl. He had that growl. When you do that, right, it comes across well for wrestling. No, you could do it wrong the, he had it, it was like a growl though. It was a legitimate growl that he yeah, did. It was, it was so yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I mean, Emil's one of the best. Jesse, I mean. There's some really good ring announcers, but Bobby Banks, man, he's hard work pays off, people. I just want to reiterate that. Hard work freaking pays off. If you're not putting in the work, like I've put in the work to network, I've done the stuff that I need, and now I'm filming ringside for stuff. I've I, I, I've had to pay my dues, and so has Servino. We can both attest. You pay your damn dues, you get rewarded. It may not immediately t- happen, it may take some time, but believe us both, it works. And Bobby Banks is another testament to that. Now he's in the fucking UK. But yes, that's another one. I need to talk to Bob. I definitely want to bring him yeah, on. Wait, I, I feel I feel like we need to have him on because not not only does he deserve the flowers, but like he's just an all around good dude. And also we need to get his insight on cruel. 
We need to we need we need to have some insight on Gruel because I think he knows better than we do about him. And he knows something we don't know. He knows something we don't know. We of course. Um Dude, I get a lot of messages uh, I could address this now for like uh how do I shoot ringside? Yeah. GCW Let's talk about it. Like a direct like application to do it. But what I would do for people that are asking and people come to shows. It, Come to shows. First of all, second of all, just be active posting about the company or the company that you want to shoot for. And yeah. if you're going to these shows and you don't have that that access, shoot from the stands and take videos from yeah. the stands and, and just those. record those. Make those look clean. Like for me, how I did RPW, like I'll I'll give my story since we're talking about that. Like literally, I came to shows. I I literally suck my neck out so when i was doing when i thought about commentary first i was like you know why don't we reach out RPW? because like i remember when RPW first came to chicago someone did like a coverage show of the of the card and no they they weren't doing that this time and i was like yo like chris like why isn't anyone covering the the show like it's it's a it's a big show it's a deathmatch show like people deserve to hear so I went on Instagram and I was like, hey, like, we're going to do like an Instagram live where we're going to cover the entire card. They need to make some changes because of logistic reasons. And so then me and, of course, Peapod, uh, of now former guest of the show, we just shot the shit, talked about the card. And Chris was like, thank you for doing that. Like, this is so big because it gets us more buzz. It gets us more attention. And then that, and literally Chris was like, you're part of the family now. And then he's like, you want to film like shows like like I because I was so bummed. I, I did remember I was I did the October show for Danny and I couldn't do the second night. I couldn't do it for RPW either. I wanted to. And Chris was like, why don't you just come on December to Whiteout and we'll see from there. And literally like after the show, Chris was like, you're part of the family now. You're coming with us. You're coming with us to Jersey. You're going to stay with us at the Airbnb. You're going to be a part of it. And like, I will pay your rate every single time. And like that just shows you like if you stick your neck out like don't be afraid to do that like don't like yeah, yeah. Something that's unrelated to what you're trying to do and it might pay off it, so, it, you know. like I didn't have to work hard for it and I I know I say hard work pays off but I just put myself out there because I've become so comfortable on the wrestling business I've worked crew for Danny before as you saw with the Danny interview I've interviewed a ton of people i've given rides for people i've done all that within the span of two years Mm, two years so it it takes a bit but once you get going it doesn't stop then so yeah that's guy who came to the connecticut show uh over the summer and did uh, like crouch shoot shooting. His name's Stefan. He's very nice. Oh, I, I think I heard of this guy. Yeah, I think you would know him. Uh, but yeah. he, he showed back up for the winter or fall show, and it turns out there was only me and Tony D for like any photographers or videographers. Okay. Yeah, there was space, and he was there like a little bit early. And um, Matt Baruso was like, uh, "Well, you want to do it? Like you, you know, I, I've seen your stuff from the last show. Which is, you know, we have room." So just show up and um, you show up. Literally, yeah. I mean, literally, if you want to talk about anyone who literally made this formula and is now doing so much unicorns, 
Barn with yeah, he's like, he literally like if you know his story, he literally filmed in the crowd for AAW shows, and they were like, and he would do it consistently, and they were like, oh crap, he's good, and like, why don't we see how you do a ringside? That dude was filming Evolve before it died. Like that's how yeah. long he's been doing this. Like he has a massive archive, and, too. and and it's so cool that me and Martin are getting to work together for RPW in March, like, it's unreal. That is a dude who got me into this. Like, so, I'm glad Servino brought that up because literally, you never know. If you don't stick your neck out, if you don't just come to shows, network. Masha Slamovich had a great tweet about coming to shows and networking with people. Like, she's spotting the money. And then you see her, she's out everywhere doing what she does, and she's busting ass. Like because she networked, she got in the right places with the right people. Because yeah, two she years just, ago, she was not where she is now. Well, she, she was, was she was coming back from Japan. Like, well, this was, was even before that. I oh, remember yeah. her at some random Ridgefield shows for like random indies that I yeah. saw her um, before like GCW ever booked her. But she's always like she was just wrestling a lot. You she know? she got herself out there and she, and she's like one of the ultimate testaments to networking. Network people. Uh, it's, it's, now. Came as Juicy. A ring yes, he did. Yeah. Big Oose. Big Oose. Juice. Arizep came. She was booked for JCW. And then she was just around helping out. And they were like, you want to be on the Rumble for Aftermath for JCW? Yes. So, yeah, like, you just got to be there. for, And this applies for anything. Not just Yeah, in, for life. Or Sometimes, any, like, wrestling role. Stuff like that. Just like, if you're there and you're seen and, and you're not up. Like... Like, to end on that note, like, sometimes, and Neil Diamond Cutter taught me this, and I will always thank Neil for this little tidbit here. You cannot expect wrestling to give to you right away. You have to give to wrestling to get back anything in wrestling. Like, I say that because there's a lot of you that think, oh, I'm just going to shoot to the top. It it is not like that. It is not like that. It is not like that at all. You have to put in the miles and the bust your ass. And trust me, it it will, in fact, work out. I mean, me and Servino are literally the testament of that. I mean, you've only been around indie deathmatch wrestling since 2020, since really four years, dude. (laughs) Like, and now look at you. You're already, you're now going to be doing the freaking collective and going to be run rugged. God forbid. (laughs) See how it goes. Yeah, you'll be fine. I have faith in you. You're gonna be ringside for you're gonna see some cool stuff. You're gonna see I I'm still jealous because I think it's so cool that progress is coming. I totally forgot I thought I was getting them mixed up with the other promotion that's which one? Prestige. I got them mixed up with the prestige. Oh no 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 no. Yeah Yeah, yeah. no progress, defy, TJPW, Tokyo Tokyo Joshi Pro, the first all Joshi Pro show really out. Or no, is it no, it's like the second show out east all show she. I don't I think we had one. Yeah, it was like one. It I think was it was right before GCW or ICW, so it wasn't Yeah, I know. Um but yeah, I mean there's yeah, if you're coming Mania weekend, come have fun. Just remember that WrestleMania is not the only thing going is not the only thing going on. There's tons of indie wrestling, there's tons of cool stuff. Tons of cool people going to be there. I mean, Clint Marjera is going to be coming in for those that weekend. 
Um, there's some other international guys that I can't just name yet that are going to be coming for that weekend that is going to blow the damn roof off of everybody. Um, Colby Carino's. Uh, did you see? I don't know if you saw Clint and Colby are going to be having a match that Wednesday. Uh, okay. they're, they're having a death match at that um, Labor of Love H- SHP present show at like Attic Brewery or something like that. Um, that'll be really cool. Um, there's so much stuff. There's so much stuff. Rest- Wrestling never stops. It's a three. It's a it's a seven day, three hundred sixty five day a year thing, and we're just stuck covering it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna kind of. And this one on that note, is there anything you want to add? Any final words? Anything you got going on that you want to tell us about? Yeah, because I, I the the reference to the filming thing, uh, you could ask me on Instagram um, if you want to ask do me it. too. Don't know who to contact, and I can get you in touch with the uh, individual that does like videography for that. That's yeah. in charge of the like scheduling for that. So if you want to yeah. ask, you don't know who to contact. I could help you out with that. I tried and don't don't be that. I want. I also want to add to that. Do not be that guy who just casually acts like he's in the front row and starts walking around the entire ring. I've seen people do that, and I've seen people get mad at said people because not only are you just blocking people in the front row, but you're not even a solicited like official person doing it. Dude, I did that once for Gage and Cardona's homecoming like wedding thing, and Big Ben picked me up. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he like just. Oh, Vin. Oh, I. That's another guy I miss. Is big F and Vin. I love that dude. I miss him. I, I know he's. I, well, he's a, he has a kid. He's a freaking kid. Uh, he has a little. He's gonna have a little nine one one running around in like five years. Um, but no, yeah, I'm glad you said that because God, like, like. People are always like complaining, like, I want to get back to wrestling. It's like, get yourself out there, network, film the shows, put out the content. Like, don't be the obsessive fan. Some people get a little turned off by that. But be a fan of, like, consistently puts out content for other promotions. I've I've seen people that get a little obsessive over certain wrestlers and or promotions, and it comes off off-putting. I just... Yeah. It... I'm not going to say who, nor do, is it my place, but, like, just be consistent. Consistency like is key. And I, like, 95%, like, I mean, 95 is a bit much, but even, like, 80%, 80, 20%, like, ha- have a life. Out- also, have a life outside wrestling, please. Like, my Servino has his bourbon. Like, I, we, back. I was going to sit. You're cutting back on the bur. Oh yeah, that's right. Back on the bur, man. We're getting, we're going more to the to the, <laughs> to the workouts for the time being. <laughs> Other hobby. So, uh, but anyways, um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. I think for me as well. My last thing, um, yeah, apologies for the scheduling. We'll make sure we're doing a weekly. But yeah, as I said, we're getting two episodes out churning this week. I think, I think this one will be on Patreon first. So those of you who are on the count on Patreon. Your patience is being rewarded. I'm telling you the best $5 in the business. Like, just saying. $5 for the account on Patreon is pretty damn good. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I, I'm i going to be real busy March and April uh, just filming. I'm going to be like, Lord, help me. But um, I'm just really excited to see everyone. I'm really happy to be repping 
my number one promoter. Like, I love ICW. I just want to put that out. I'm not choosing sides when I say this. Like, I love working with Danny. I'm going to be working with Danny come April and May. I'm really excited to be doing stuff with them. But RPW, they were the first ones to really put their chances on me, so they will always be number one in the rotation. Um, so, but, yeah, like, just come out to shows, support indie wrestling, support deathmatch wrestling, um, support your friends as well. I know um, I want to give kind of a shout-out to Dr. Redacted real quick because he literally messaged me because I consider him a friend, a good friend, and he was like, dude, I'm going to be in, like, the Wisconsin, Chicago area for the next, like, month or so. You better be at three or four of these shows. And he told me if you, like, which is, by the way, another lesson, Officer Reno, you never know who you're going to be friends with because your friends are going to want to support you back and want you to support them. He literally told me, and I quote, like, if you come to these shows, I'll make sure you get it. And that was really, really nice of him because I like this. Is, I feel very loved and respected, and the support is unreal. So, yeah, like, you'll probably be seeing him at a few shows helping out the good doctor in the next month or so. So, on that note, I think we're ending this here. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you guys for supporting us by the merch, by our merch, please, on Deathmatch Worldwide and Counter as well. Um, I don't know if you know this, Servino. Someone actually bought a Yurdos of Death hoodie. You know Chris Jewett? Yes. yes. He actually he, he bought the, the first printed Yurdos of Death hoodie. Oh, yeah. I think he was rocking it, right? He was. And everyone kept asking about me, and I'm like, I'm not going to be there. Sorry. But, um, no, he bought the first one. So you can buy it on the Countout site and or Deathmatch Worldwide. We appreciate it because the money goes to us. So, um, yeah, keep supporting us. Keep supporting Indie Wrestling, Deathmatch Wrestling, and we will see you on the flip side. This has been a Countout Podcast.